0: Hello and welcome back to Equity, the Tech Runch podcast, where we unpack the numbers and the nuance behind the headlines. This is Alex. Good morning, happy Monday, and welcome to our kickoff show, where we take a look back at the weekend and a look at the week that is to come. Today is October 23rd, 2023, which means it is spooky season here on the podcast. No, no pumpkins, no candies, no treats, but we do have a lot of upcoming earnings data, and that could prove scary. Anyways, on the show today, we have stocks and crypto, a massive deluge of upcoming earnings data, Apple's AI push, a cool startup called ZenML, what's going on with Foxconn, and just a little bit more Q3 venture capital data to start your week. All right, to work. <laughs> Let's start with a look at the stock market, and that means spinning the globe and taking a look at Asia, where shares are lower today, especially so in China. CNBC reports that the Chinese CSI 300 index off 1% recently is now at its lowest reading since February of 2019. But the gloom is not restricted just to Asia. Shares are also mostly lower today in Europe, and they are set to fall at the open here in the United States. Now, that's what's going on this morning, but this week is going to bring an absolute deluge of numbers, and that means we have to talk about earnings. There are a lot of big names that are going to drop data, and also companies in sectors that are important to tech that we also have to pay attention to. So... Who's dropping numbers? Well, on Tuesday, we will hear from Microsoft and Alphabet and Visa, GM, Spotify, Snap, F5, and Xerox. Wednesday is Meta, IBM, ServiceNow, and ADP. And then Thursday, we're going to hear from... Amazon, MasterCard, Comcast, Intel, Ford, AppFolio, Mobileye, and Coursera. It's a lot of names, it's a lot of data. I personally cannot wait. Now, before we move on, shares of Okta are set to fall more today after dropping more than 11% on Friday because the company said, and I quote TechCrunch here in a blog post Friday, that a hacker used a stolen credential to access the company's support case management system. Now, it's not good if you are a security company to have a security issue, so let's pay attention to what happens to Okta shares this week as it tries to recover from that Friday issue. Forget the world of the stock market, let's talk about the silly stock market, and that means the world of crypto. And I have good news this week at last. There has been a big, neat, and nice run in the value of major crypto tokens in the last week. As of this morning, Bitcoin is worth about $30,700 per token, that's up around 11% in the last week. Ethereum's token is worth nearly $1,700 this morning, up 6% in the last 7 days. XRP's token is worth about $0.53 per, that's up about 7% and a half percent over the same time frame and solana is worth about 30 dollars per token this morning up a stonking 29 percent in the last week and if you care about the exchanges themselves and not just the value of tokens well this value bump is driving trading volumes data from the block indicates that the value of crypto trades is up about 50 percent since mid-october on a seven-day rolling average basis which means that if you're looking forward to coinbase's earnings on november 2nd well there's some good news heading in into that report next up my favorite part of the show what i call big news that matters and the leading tech story this weekend is a mark german report about apple and generative ai now according to this bloomberg article apple is now spending about one billion dollars per year on generative ai work while microsoft and alphabet are baking generative ai into their productivity software and other products Apple does feel a little bit behind today, so the spend makes sense, and that's doubly true given that Siri is something that a lot of us use every day, and it seems like a clear space where generative AI tech could be used to improve what has long felt like a stagnant offering. Now, Apple is reportedly working to bring generative AI to its consumer and developer-focused software products, so hopefully we'll all get to see a little bit of what they're cooking up soon. And I wrote about this the other week. I do think that generative AI could make the operating system cool again, something that I've long long kind of hoped for as the center of user gravity has slowly swapped from the OS to the browser, which of course, as we all know, is largely a Chromium game. So with generative AI coming to Windows and now perhaps possibly iOS, well, things are getting interesting yet again. On the same topic, TechCrunch reported this morning that in the vein of Apple getting serious about infusing generative AI into its products, the company has shared several job opportunities that do outlay specific needs for generative AI in the last couple of weeks. So, for example, a role on the App Store platform says the company is working on a, quote, generative-based developer experience platform for internal use and to assist its app development team. Another job in the Apple retail department mentions working on a, quote, conversational AI platform, voice and chat to engage with customers. Apple's job listing also notes tasks such as building text generation tech, such as long form text generation, summarization, and question answering. And yes, it is hard to say all those words in a row with proper diction. Speaking of AI, here's some startup news hot off the TechCrunch presses. Zen ML wants to be the glue that makes all the open-source AI tools stick together. It has built an open-source framework that lets customers build pipelines that will be used by data scientists, machine learning engineers, and platform engineers to collaborate and build new AI models. Now, the reason why Zen ML is interesting, according to our own Ramon Dilett, is that it empowers companies so they can build their own private models. Now, of course, Zen ML customers won't build a GPT-4 competitor on their own, but they could build smaller models that work very well for their own needs, and that could reduce their dependence on API providers such as OpenAI and Anthropic. Lewis Copy, a partner at VC firm Point9 said that, quote, the idea is that once the first wave of hype with everyone using OpenAI or closed source APIs is over, ZenML will enable people to build their own stack. Now, the company has raised a total of $6.4 million, including a seed extension earlier this year, and if you were curious why we're quoting Copy about the company, well, .9 led its earlier seed round. While it's cool to see big tech players rush to integrate generative AI into their vast array of platforms and services, it's also good to see startups, busy as bees, working to ensure that all the value from the current AI push doesn't land squarely in the market caps of the trillion-dollar club. Next up, China versus Foxconn. Now, why was Apple's CEO in China last week? Because his company has a massive manufacturing base in the country and also sells a lot of products there. Helping Apple build phones and such in China is Foxconn, a Taiwanese company that is simply massive. And the Chinese government is now digging into Foxconn. A state media report said over the weekend that, quote, Chinese mainland tax authorities have conducted tax inspections on key enterprises of Foxconn in Guangdong and Jiangsu provinces, among other places, in accordance with the law. And there are also other investigations going on as we speak. The context here is that China considers Taiwan to be a breakaway province, while Taiwan considers itself to be its own country. And Foxconn's founder, Terry Goa, is running for president in Taiwan. So Foxconn is living between two realities and there's a lot of tensions in the South China Sea today and in the Taiwan Strait to boot. Apple is similarly stuck between keeping China's government content enough to not get in its way in the country and staying on the right side of the United States government itself, which is engaged in a multi front rivalry with China. To see the Chinese government therefore investigate Foxconn could just be normal government work, or it could be more. Finally, crunch-based data indicates that black founders raised around 0.13% of all venture dollars raised in the U.S. in the third quarter. TechCrunch's Dominic Madore davis notes that even while there is a general decline in the total number of venture dollars invested in the U.S., the dollar value and share of that money that is raised by black founders is falling. Now, there was a time back in 2022 when Black founders in the U.S. raised more than 1% of all domestic venture dollars. However, things have gotten worse for the cohort since then and worse more quickly than for the overall American venture market. That is our show for this fine Monday morning. But if you need even more equity in between our shows, we are Equity Pod on both X and Threads. And of course, if you want more from me, I'm Alex over on X. We also have two sister podcasts, Chain Reaction and Found, both of which are worth time in your ears. We'll talk to you soon. We're back on Wednesday. We're back on Friday. Bye. Equity Mondays are hosted by myself, editor-in-chief of TechCrunch Plus, Alex Wilhelm. We're produced by Teresa Locansolo with editing by Kel Keller. Bryce Durbin is our illustrator. Alyssa Stringer leads audience development and Henry Picavet manages TechCrunch audio products. Thanks so much for listening and we'll be back next week.